What's going on, everybody? How's it going? Happy Friday. It's your boy, Austin Early, the host of this wonderful podcast known as Changing Levels. I'm so happy that you have joined me today on this Friday or whatever day you're listening to this. Could be Saturday, could be Wednesday. Whatever. As long as you listen, as long as you take in the information that uh, I have been given to you. We got a long one today, folks. This is probably my longest show. Last week I gave you my shortest show. This week's going to be my longest show. I've got a great interview with a wrestling Twitter personality. And it sounds a lot better than it is. We're going to hit some serious stuff. Um, but before that, I'm going to preview Senior Nationals. Ooh, super fast. It's going to be fun. So let's, uh, let's kind of get right into it. I don't know. What do you guys say? Um, so let's start off. Uh, so Senior Nationals going taking place up there at the ex- newly formed Extreme Arena up there in Iowa. Uh, Greco and Women's Freestyle will take place Friday, so today and tomorrow. And then Men's Freestyle will take place Saturday and Sunday. So we're going to get some Women's Freestyle and Greco action today. It should be going on at 11 I believe 11 a.m. Eastern is by the time it starts. Um, So if you're at work, here's your permission to uh, take some time and watch it. I believe that Flow Wrestling has it. I will be watching. Um, Might uh, have some cool stuff um, that comes to the Twitter page and the Instagram page. So make sure you give us a follow. So let's kind of look at... uh, Greco real fast. We'll kind of go weight by weight here. Uh, 60 kilos. Um, the top seed, Taylor Lamont. Um, then you got uh, Travis Rice, Randon Miranda, Brady Kuntz, who was a U23 world team member. Then you got Liam Cronin. Um, you know, pretty solid weight class right there. Um, you got cadet world representative uh, Moshe Schwartz. He's really tough. Um, Alex Thompson's also very good. He put one of my kids on there. On their, do- on their domes uh, at Fargo a couple times. Um, so this is a tough weight class, nice deep weight class. Um, my pick for the weight class is going to be Lamont. He's that dude. He's been training th- through the whole thing. Um, dark course here. I'm going to have to go with Kuntz. Um, so, you know, he's the four seed. I th- he's had some experience at the world level. So my pick, is though, is Lamont. 67 kilos. Um, top seed, uh, Nolan Baker. Two seed is Calvin uh, Germanaro. Germanaro. I hope I'm saying that right. Again, sorry. And then uh, Merkin is the three seed. Um, Lenny Merkin, who uh, also has Sebi Sloth um, from Instagram fame. Um, you know, that's another real real tough weight class full of tough dudes. And um, again, <laughs> uh, Merkin has put one of my guys on, on their heads a couple times. and uh, So... Um, I, I like uh, Nolan Baker here, um, and then I think Lenny Murphy, uh, he could he could really uh, he could step up here um, and maybe make some noise as a three seed. 
moving up to 77 kilos, you got returning uh, world team member Patrick Smith. Um, dude's a hammer, obviously. Uh, Kendrick Sanders, who's one of my favorite dudes to watch wrestle, he will be um, he'll be up on the, uh, as our three seed. Um, I'm really looking for Smith to probably win this weight here, but man, I would really like to see Kendrick Sanders have a great day. You know, he's won the Open a couple times. Um, he's just a tough dude. I know he struggled a little bit last year, um, but I really, uh, I really hope that he can kind of get it together and, and make a run because he is really fun to watch. Uh, moving on to 87 kilos. Again, world team member Joe Rao. Um, he's the one seed, or actually he's the two seed. Alan Vera is the one seed. Um, you know, it, it's just one of those things. Um, Vera tech Rao at the Schultz, I believe. So um, that's why the returning world team member is not number one. Um, those two should hit in the finals. I really like, uh, I hope Rao can pull it off. Uh, 97 kilos, we got um, top seed uh, Chad Porter, who was a junior world team member. Um, he looks to be the favorite here. Um, Nick Boykin is the two seed. He's also very tough. Um, then you got Braxton Amos, which is a fun little addition. He's the three seed. I also like Cordell Norfleet. I think he's a lot of fun to watch. Um, he's the six seed. Um I think Cordell could be a nice little dark horse here at uh, 97, um, but I'm going to go ahead and pick. Um, I'm going to go ahead and pick Boykin. I think. Uh, no, no offense to uh, Chad Porter, but uh, I, I like the way Nick Boykin uh, handles himself. Also, look out for Braxton Amos, man. That dude's that dude's been putting people, uh, giving people frequent flyer miles for a while. 130 kilos, the heavy boys, uh, Colton Schultz, man. Not a lot to say. He's the guy. And I'm not sure anybody's going to threaten him um, at this point. Um, so that kind of brings us into women's freestyle, which will also start. 50 kilos. Um, number one seed, Sarah Hildebrandt, who is down from 53, where she has made some world teams. Um Super tough. Obviously, she's got a world silver medal. Um, I think she is is the winner here. Um, Emily Shilson, he'll, she'll run into her in the semis. That could be a fun little match. 53 kilos, you got Catherine Shy, Ronnie Heaton as your top two seeds. Um, I like uh, Shy to win here. Ronnie Heaton um, has been training up at Wisconsin, I believe. Um, up there, I think her and... Uh, Seth Gross are together, so uh, 57 kilos. Allie Reagan's probably going to walk through this weight class. Um, I really don't see any reason why she wouldn't. Um, then we got 62 kilos, Macy Kilty, who is just a freaking hammer. Um, then you got Jennifer Page, who's also very tough. Um, Jackie Cataline, and then Lexi Basham round out the top four seeds. Macy's probably going to tech her way through this thing. Jennifer will probably give her a tough match in the finals, but it'll still be a pretty sizable um, win. Uh, then we got the Snowflake Force Molinari at uh, 68 kilos. Alexandria Glade, Rachel Waters, Skylar Grote. 
I hope I'm saying that right. I'm sorry if I'm not. Um, <laughs> I'm bad with names, guys. Okay, I'm I'm not the I'm gonna be the first one to tell you. Okay, I do my best. Okay, DM me. Um, that's a tough wait. Tough, tough wait. Um, you know, Forrest is is a returning world team member. I think she's gonna get it done here. Glade is no walkover either. Is Waters. You know, either is gross. So, I mean, you got you got a tough, tough little weight there. So, then seventy six kilos. You got the top three girls or women, I should say. Um, signed up. You got Adeline Gray, Precious Bell, and Victoria Francis all signed up at seventy six kilos. Adeline is the undisputed queen of the seventy six kilo weight class. She's the best upper weight wrestler in women's history. And I don't see her slowing down this year. So um, that'll take us into Saturday and men's freestyle. Um, tough weight, you know, uh, 57 kilos right off the bat. You got Vito, Arojao, Darian Cruz, Zane Richards are your top three seeds. Um, you got Jack Mueller in there at number five. Sean Russell at number seven. Um, Jacob Camacho, 10. Um, I think you you got some some nice little depth here, um, even without your your top top guys, your Spencer Lees and your you know and your Gilman and um, and uh, Water Bottle Boy. Um, you know, I, I like Vito to win here. Um, who he's going to wrestle in the finals? Could be Darian, could be Zane. I do believe Zane beat Darian last time, so. Uh, That'll be a toss-up. I do like Vito here. Um, I think Sean Russell could make could make some noise in this weight as well. 65 kilos. Man, 65 kilos is always the toughest weight. Every year, every tournament. Okay? You got Luke Pletcher as 11 seed. Now, I know that that's probably not very um, true to what is going to happen. Um... He's better than the 11 seed. Um, but check out our top, shit, our top eight seeds are Joey McKenna, Jaden Ironman, Evan Henderson, Andy Simmons, Cannon Store, Dean Heil, Matthew Kolodzik, and Mitch McKee. Then you have guys like Luke, Luke, Pet, Luke Pletcher, Yaya Thomas, Nick Dardanes, Chad Red, you know, Ethan Lee Zach, Austin Gomez. Man, those are some amazing, amazing, amazing matchups. Um, you know, we're going to have a Dean Heil. Is it going to be? Yeah, it'll be Dean Heil, Luke Pletcher, round of 16. That's, that's an amazing matchup. Amazing matchup. I'm really excited for that. I'm gonna go ahead and pick uh, Joey McKenna, man. He's been on a tear. He won, or he lost to Jo last year um, in the finals. Jo's not here. I think he's gonna be the guy. Yanni's not here, who he actually beat. Uh, Jaden Ironman can obviously find a way to beat him because that's what he does. He puts himself in position to win matches and does a good job. Luke Pletcher from the 11th seed, obviously, is the dark horse, in quotations. 
Um, but then again, I could see a guy like Chad Red or Ethan Lee Zach making a run. 74 kilos, another tough weight, man. You got Logan Massa, Evan Wick, Anthony Valencia, Ryan Deacon, who made Final X last year at 70 kilos, David Carr, Hayden Hibley, you know, you got Brucky, Valamont. Yeah, tough, tough weight. Tough, tough weight. Um, give me, you know what? I'm going to go out on a limb here. Give me David Carr. Give me David Carr this weekend. I don't know why. I just have a feeling. You know, he's, you know, with the way things have gone in 2020, I think anything could happen. You know what? Give me a David Carr, Hayden Hidley final. That's, I think that's what's going to happen here. Yeah, I like that. I think, I think that's uh, very possible. And I'm going to take David. I'm going to take David Carr. Shout out to them Cyclones. 86 kilos. We've got Nate Jackson as the one seed. Gabe Jean as the two seed. Trent Hidley. Brett Farr. Drew Foster. NCAA champ. Then we got Max Dean at the eight seed. Um, Devin Skatska's in there. He's the ten seed. Former IU Hoosier, now a gopher. Um, you know, Nate Jackson. I love Nate Jackson. I think he is one of the coolest dudes. Also an IU Hoosier. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not. I, don't, I guess it just depends on which Nate shows up. Because he had an overseas tournament where he. I, I can't remember which one that was. I should have asked Seth. But. Um, you know, if that Nate Jackson shows up. These guys are in trouble. Cramming people. You know what I mean? He made those videos, cramming people. Cram. Then we got uh, Gabe Dean as the two seed. I just don't see Gabe Dean as the two seed here. They're, I think they're going too much on past accomplishment a little bit because Gabe hasn't wrestled in a couple years, right? Unless I missed something. Right? Maybe not. I, I don't know. Um, honestly, I think this weight class is very wide open. Give me Nate Jackson on the top side and then give me, um, give me Trent Hidley on the bottom to come through. I think that's going to be a fun weight. Um, give me, go ahead and give me Trent to win. Trent Hidley to win. Uh, 97 kilos. Captain America's registered. Yeah, we wanted to get some matches in. Um, Kyle Snyder's the one seed. Hayden Zilmer the two. Colin Moore the three. Kyvin Gasson the four. That's rough, man. Give Kyvin, get Kyvin on the other side of the bracket, man. I think he's but I think he's the two seed, two or three seed. I'm not sure Kyvin is really a four. Um, to be on the same side, I mean, he's been in final X against Snyder a couple times here. I'm not really sure. You know, that's really the move. Um, I think Lucas Davison can be a nice little um, spoiler in this weight class. He's very tough. Junior Roll Silver. Um, so look out for him. But I'm picking Kyle Snyder because Kyle Snyder does Kyle Snyder things. And then finally, heavyweight. Um, 
Looks like we got Don Bradley as the one seed, um, two seed Mason Paris, uh, then Hamida, uh, Orndorff, Tanner Hall, Trent Hilger, Jordan Wood. Um, you know, we got a nice, nice little weight here. Um, obviously, you have no Wiz, you have no, um, no Stevenson. So, you know, you, you're really looking at the third or fourth best guy here to win. Uh, you know, give me Don Bradley. I think, I think we're going to kind of go chalk here. Give me Don Bradley against Mason Paris in the finals. Um, I think Mar Mason is still a little too green and freestyle. Um, to beat Don Bradley, who is still right there with those guys at the top. So, um, I, you know, Mason is very tough. Obviously, he's a junior world champion. Um, pinned uh, Zaire from Iran to win that, and Zaire is still tearing through the world right now, um, beating a bunch of people he shouldn't be beating. Or maybe he should be, and Mason is just that good. I guess we'll find out. So give me Don Bradley. I think... Uh, Guys that come through play, spoiler, Derek White. You know, um, I, I definitely think that he could he could make some noise here um, from the nine seed position. So, um, so yeah, that's kind of um, our quick little preview. Okay, guys, moving on here. My guest this week is one of the most polarizing figures. <laughs> on wrestling Twitter, or Twitter in general, in my opinion. The Bulldog joins me this week with his wrestling story, with his story in general. He's going to give us um, a story. He was actually supposed to be on in September. It just didn't work out that way. But his story to me is important enough, and he's important enough to me to have on whenever. He's one of my good friends. Um, I'm not going to say his real name because what's the point at this point? Everybody knows who he is. He's the Bulldog, right? And if you don't know who the Bulldog is, you better educate yourself. That's better call somebody. That's right. So Bulldog, take it away, my my man. Um, I'm not sure where you know where you want me to start, but I just I don't know about polarizing. I just I think I it's pretty I'm pretty straight, right? I don't know. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> Well, I think we talked about, you know, like you, in the intro, you talked about September and that was suicide prevention month. I don't know if that's exact vernacular, but I know we talked about doing something there. And I think that's something, I don't want to use the word equal, but that's something that's equally important to us. You and I, we absolutely have some, have some kindred spirits there. And I know you've put <clears throat> pen to paper on that stuff and that's something I want to do someday, but I don't, I don't know that I'm a good orator, but I know that I'm not a good writer. So I think that's the key is knowing what you're not. You figure out what you are. I'm still working on the last part. Um, I'm not sure where to begin. Um, wrestling, it's a little bit of everything. We have, you know, I don't know about hot takes. The key to, the key to when you're direct is, and if you're, if you are, if you do have a hint of sarcasm is, doing it with a smile if you will and right. it goes that guy most of the stuff it's fairly tongue-in-cheek but it's it's as long as you have a hint of reality it's like the wizard of oz i guess there's there is a mm -hmm. man behind the, behind the curtain absolutely so <clears throat> why don't we start off why don't you tell me about wrestling like 
what wrestling was like for you growing up, um, how you got your start in it, where you ended up? Well, like you, you know, we're corn fed, hog fed. Uh, I grew up to your better state to the West. <clears throat> um, <laughs> you know, I had to. Um, wrestling's one of those things where I'm from that you just kind of, especially when you're short and short, short-ish. I don't want to be, let's clarify. Um, that, you know, just like probably where you're from, that you start doing it, I don't know, five years old. You know, mm-hmm. it's just kind of a way, it's kind of a thing. I grew up in a big wrestling and a big football town. And I, it's something I noticed along the way is when you have, when there's both, those are really, really good. You know, it seems to, there's definitely a correlation, perhaps even a causation, obviously. I don't know. The best, just, you know, obviously just go hand in hand footwork. And, but I, I remember, oddly enough, probably my most, here's, 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 Here's the notoriety to my actual wrestling career is probably breaking my arm when I was nine. That's about the notable that'll that goes in the Dan Gable <laughs> Hall of Fame. <clears throat> but <laughs> so there, there's the highlights or the lowlights. Um, but oddly enough, I had to go to the I, where I grew up. We went to the Iowa City hospitals. So that was what that was about. The only way that I got close to Hawkeye wrestling was busting the shit out of my arm <laughs> by showing up in town with a broken arm. So, yeah. You know, with a, with a decimated humorous. So, um, it's just one of those things that when you grow up in a real small town, like my high school was, my high school was 330 kids. So you start paring that down. They'll say it's half, you know, or males, probably not even. So you're already down to 80 to hundred males. It's pretty hard to start fielding the 14 man wrestling team. Which is odd because we didn't have any problem fielding a varsity roster for <clears throat> football. But again, we only had, I don't know, tw- there's probably, tw- by the time I was a senior, there was probably 22 varsity kids. But you play both ways. and That's perfect. Just, just, well, <laughs> hey, it worked out pretty well. You know, we, I come from a big football town, so it, it, it worked out pretty well but you didn't know any, you didn't know any different. You didn't know that you, you know, where I was growing up, you knew what Joliet Catholic was. You didn't, but you didn't know that, you know, they didn't, you didn't know that they had more kids in their football team than you did in your whole graduating class type thing. Right. You didn't, I mean, you didn't know, like growing up, I didn't know what Fargo was. I don't know all these kids. I'm not saying those opportunities weren't there. I just wasn't aware of that stuff. And that's probably small Midwest town living to me. Is Yeah. Like you, you're right. For sure. Yeah. Like it just, and you, maybe you're blissfully unaware, but you're also blissfully unaware of, you know, crime. You know, there's what's, well, there's what's the local crime in my hometown was somebody smashed a mailbox or smashed the pumpkins, mm-hmm. you know? So there's a simplicity to it too, but there's also, there's also that, there's that different level that takes you to uh, combat sports from the farm community that, that, I mean, I don't want to be that guy, but the city folk don't have, you know? Right. I mean, it's just, and it, and that's not, it's not either one's fault. It's just that you're just a pri- you're just a byproduct of your region. You're just doing manual labor. You're going to be stronger than a kid that's been playing video games for 15 years. God would hope so. <laughs> right. You know? <laughs> So there was just, and it was one of those things where 
sports sure as hell beat working on the farm after school. So you made sure that you, you know, at least kept your grades to where he didn't flunk out, mm-hmm. which who anyways, <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, I know. No. Trust me. I know. Well, it, it's, but it's, you gotta have, it's the, it's, you gotta have a carrot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I, I see it, especially you gotta have something to, you know, to, to hope for, I guess. I don't, I hate, I don't know if that's the right word, but you go, okay, if I'm off the team, Especially when you're not at a school of three thousand kids, where you go, oh, knucklehead's off the team this week because he got a, you know, a D minus in whatever calculus. Oh, you know, oh, you know, you don't want that's embarrassing. Let alone go, let him go, let alone go home. Oh yeah. So there's that. Um, as far as as far as the wrestling, I'm trying. Like I said, I've already sadly I've already gave you the notable. Uh, um. It was always interesting because, like I said, we always – in football in Illinois, it goes – we got to play past Thanksgiving. So we always always really good. So you're always way behind in everything. As you, you know, I'm not going to tell you anything you don't know, but there's football shape. And then, oh, yeah. there's, then there's Then there's the hell that we know is wrestling shape. Yep. And so you figure you get there the first – you take actual practice the first week of December – how far behind are you? A month, six weeks? So February, by the time February rolls around, because you're in the middle of the season then. So, but, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't like you were bummed or anything because you were missing out on the, the shit practices right. where, you, where there was no, there's no, to me, there was always no worse lead in than like the two days in football and that, Four, three, four, five, six weeks where, holy shit, there's not a duel or a tournament in sight. And you just know it's practice after practice after practice. And that's what it takes. But as a kid, you're just like. This sucks. You know, <laughs> yeah. That's what that's what I got. A, I got a kid here that he's on the freshman team and, you know, he's green behind the ears and he wants to. I think he's a really good athlete. If I can hopefully steer him, you know, in the right direction, I hope that I am. But. They know that I'm a wrestler, and you always you always hide that you're a bad wrestler. You just tell them you're a wrestler. I don't I don't right. declare whether I was good or bad. You know, you know. Luckily, I'm old enough. Most of that stuff's off the internet. Anyways, <laughs> it's the dead the dead the Dead Sea Scrolls. But right. and that's what I that's what I tell them. They keep I got two of them. They they say they're going to join the wrestling team because they're in football now. And I just say I just say, buddy. I said, okay, great. You know, I I encourage it. And but I also try to be pragmatic about it and tell them about there's going to be at least once a week where you go, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? As you're dying, literally dying, or you feel like you're dying, right? You go, <laughs> you go, you go. Especially now, when kids have every digital apparatus that ever existed at their fingertips, you go. I can, you know, it's it's four thirty. You're already, you know, you've already sweat through two outfits, and you go. I could be doing anything but this. Right. But <laughs> yeah. I mean, just, and that uh, I'm, I, I don't want to think about a bounds and saying that you probably had those same thoughts growing up. Cause I should know as I sure as hell did. You just go, what am I, what the fuck am I doing? But I try to let them know that. Why do you do it? Cause it only takes that ref to raise your hand one time. You go, ah, oh, fuck, that's great. This is worth that's, it. That's why, right? That's why. That's why. That is why. It's, and I know we're, 
I know we're in participation, and I'm not gonna go all old man curmudgeon, but it there's a reason you keep score. Yeah, there's a there's a fucking reason. Damn, you know, it, you might only win one time in a season, but damn it, that's all you need. You need to give that, but you need to give the kids a reason. Yeah. So, I agree with that. 100%. It's. I don't want to tell the kid, you know, hey, you're a freshman in high school, you're starting too late, because he probably is, but it is for what, you know? Yeah, is he gonna go? Is he gonna go to Oklahoma State? No, probably not. But that's okay. A lot of kids aren't. Right. Most kids. <laughs> well. Yeah, hundreds of th- <laughs> hundreds of thousands of them, and that's okay. But uh, do I think that'll make him a better athlete? You know, a better football player? Absolutely. Do I think it'll keep his dumb ass out of trouble? Absolutely. You'd be too goddamn tired. So it's one of those things. For um, sure. So let's kind of fast forward a little bit. Yes, sir. So obviously, you mentioned. Um, you know, suicide, and why don't we talk about that a little bit? Sure. Well, um, well, I, I've I've been a, I'm a been a big advocate of, and you've known me for years okay. now. A uh, big advocate of being truthful about who you are, and right. I've never made made any bones that that I'm an, I. I am an addict. Now, there's two kinds of addicts. There's a currently there's there's an addict that's still using currently, and then there's where I'm at in life now, thankfully, where I'm sober, but I'm still an addict. So, right. combine that with, uh, you know, um, fuck, I don't know how many concussions, but obviously more than a couple. But uh, you know, that's uh, again to to show age. We didn't use that. We didn't use that fancy term of you know a TBI or concussion. I mean, you know, I'm not that old, but we never used that term. That was never, oh, you just got your bell rung. But then you start reading literature, and as you get a little older, you go, oh. And then you go, right. and then, <laughs> so there's that light bulb that goes off. Because I remember reading all that, the neurological stuff, and I don't know, this is probably 10, 15 years ago. And you go, and you start realizing <clears throat> what the parameters, and the, it's not diagnosis, but what what it entails and what an actual, and you go, oh. And then you go, oh, so there's that double. And you go, oh, I've had a lot of these. Right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So couple those two things, you know, two things together. And, well, you know, you fast forward through life and you have some, you have some bad thoughts and um, uh, maybe unhealthy thoughts are the things. That's why we talked about doing that in September. I think it's important. Right, you to discuss those things. That's why I don't mind being an addict is my problem, not somebody. Right. You know what I mean? That's absolutely. Yep. And that's it's one of those things, and I've said it. I've said it here at home. I've said it online. I'll say it to anybody. That's a. I don't. I don't really hate anybody. That's a, such a wasteful. But I don't. I don't wish addiction on my worst enemy. I don't know that I have one. I mean, I can make one up. Damn you, John like, Smith! Like, like that son of a bitch. <laughs> but like, but like you said, I, I, I guess uh, apparently I am a little polarizing. So people either really, really like me or they don't like me, and I'm okay either way. I don't mind people that don't like me, but I don't. You know, I just you learn you learn as you get older not to give them much energy. But it's one of those things that I don't mind talking about because it reminds me because it's out in the open. 
and it reminds you, hey, you know, you got to stay on your P's and Q's. So, uh, speaking of polarizing figures, we'll go, I'll go lead into my story if you want me to tell that. Do you want me to tell my story? Sure, if you'd like to, yeah. That's up to yeah, you. Yeah, I don't mind. Um, so, I read your WordPress, you, you know, your blog there. I don't know. It's been a couple of years ago. You shared your story, right? Right. I don't yeah. know exactly the time frame, but it that was one of those things that you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago, people go, "Ah, oh, what a pussy," you know. Right. Like I grew up. I grew up in that environment where my dad was a weak man, abusive man. Um, didn't you know? Didn't tell you loved you. Very, you know, just not uh, not very uh, how much depth to the emotions mm-hmm. where. And where I look at what you did, and I guess what I'm about to do is as opening up and going, ah, that's actually pretty fucking, that's big nuts. You know, that's okay. That's not, that's, you know, that's actually the opposite of cowardice. Right. So, so anyways, I, I've made no bones that I've struggled with, uh, you know, cocaine and smack, not smack, excuse me with speed and anything anything gets you going mm-hmm. you just it was it's it was never that's the problem is once too many and 50 is not enough you ever heard the phrase mm-hmm. i had a guy i had a guy who was old vietnam vet tell me that one time we were golfing and he he was a you know he was alcoholic but he was sober and he always used that phrase and he always said once too many and 50 and i thought god damn he's right but you can eradicate you can eradicate drugs and alcohol from your body. And maybe not the damages of it. Maybe some of that's superfluous and it stays, you know. You right. I'm not I'm not under the impression that oh I'm scot free, but I'm in pretty goddamn good health for a guy who's treated himself like a motley crew tour for a while. <laughs> <laughs> so but one thing you can never eradicate that from your brain. So I will always remember um, I'm not, I haven't been as sober as long as I'd like. You're you're aware of this, mm-hmm. and I don't mind telling the story um, because it's true. Never mind telling the truth. Um, let's see. So it would have been uh, January 31st, 2018, because it was it was a, it was just past my grandfather had passed away. His birthday was 13131. So you get to you do that you do that weak stuff where you get to feeling sorry for yourself mm-hmm. and you go, how do I make this pain go away? And how do I, how did I always make the pain go away? Oh God, I, I have a great remedy. And by great, I mean awful, but it was great for a little while. That's the bad part about drugs is they are fucking awesome until they're not. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the, that's the problem is they are great and they're not. So anyways, I was on my way to, you know, procure and there's something I, you know, I'm on the back roads. I got a, I'm cruising along. And so anyways, I, I, you know, I'm not doing good. I'm coming off. Of, I'm coming off of one. I'm going to get more is the situation. And you're not in a great emotional. I was already not in a great emotional state just because of the day I lost my grandfather the year before birthday yada yada you know you're already coming off that dopamine you're coming the dopamine super low so i'm on i'm on my way to get more like an idiot but that's how you fix it right you make it go away that's you know you never blow a sober breath is what you say right that's the best way to (laughs) 
God rest his soul. My uncle passed, has passed a long time ago, but that's what he always say. He goes, he goes, that's, that's the best way to cure a hangover is never blow a sober breath. And which is funny. Yes, but it's tragic as well. Yeah. So there was something. So I just started, you know, like an idiot. I'm speeding. I don't know how fast I'm going. 85, 90. I knew where this guardrail was on this road. And I thought, okay, I'm done. It just, but I mean, it was, it was a thought out process because you're coming off that high. And I just, okay, this is, you know, this, this will really solve the problem. Well, you know, that yeah. will, that, that's a permanent solution. And I can pick, I can picture the road right now. I can picture where I'm at. I can picture my car and I can, I mean, I'm moving along that it's gonna, if I don't die, it's going to be a really fucking bad deal. Cause I'm going to be a, a tomato, you know, a potato, right. whatever, whichever vegetable you want. Anyways, at the last second, there was a little voice in my head, but whatever it was. And I had to have, I had to have almost scraped the guardrail. Just, it's just, I mean, I can picture that day. Cause it's just one of those things where you go, what are you thinking about? Yeah. You know what I mean? That you, that you're, I wanted to, I want to articulate it properly that you, it's one of those things you're not glad it happened, but you're glad you lived through it. Does that make, you know, Absolutely. You go, okay. you're talking about. yeah. So it was one of those things. So I always hear the Tyson Fury story and you go, Oh, that dude's got millions of dollars. And you go, I mean, he, he was driving a cooler car than mine. Don't get me wrong. He's driving a Ferrari, <laughs> but guess what? It, the goal, the end goal was the same. So I don't, you know, I don't want to compare myself to that, but I hear that story and it brings tears to my eyes. Cause you go, you know, depression and these, whatever the demons in your brain, no, no, they know, they know no socioeconomic, they know no ethnicity, they know no gender. It's just, and you gotta, you, you can't let them control you, but you can be driven by them, if that makes sense too. I like to, I like to let them fuel me through, you know, through my workouts and work and staying busy, but you cannot let them. That you cannot let them contour you into the guardrail. We'll put it that way. Right. So that was you're one of the only people I've ever shared that with. There's about three people that know that. And there was. It's one of those things, but I don't know if it was a message from the Lord or, or I scared myself enough. But I've been sober since then. So and I I would be lying if I said that was super easy. Oh man, it's easy. I just skate through every day. No, that's. I would be absolutely lying to you. So it's an everyday, it's not an everyday deal, but it is because every day is one day. So it's, I don't know if that was my, I don't know if people, if people believe in angels or just dumb luck or whatever you want to believe in, it's fine with you. You know, we all have our own individual contours of imagery. But uh, so that's kind of, where I was at with that. And I always try to advocate talking about that stuff. You kind of inspired me, to, you know, it took me a while to tell people that. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important that you get that story out that man, this happens to it. You know, this happens to too many. There's too many people. I guess my point is to not to detour it from my story, but there's too many people that don't, that don't, that don't jerk the wheel left, if you will, every mm -hmm. day. Yeah. it's happened during this conversation several times in Absolutely. this country alone i don't i don't know what the answer is i think the talking is very therapeutic and cathartic i think that people should know that if they have these thoughts that they can talk to you 
they can talk to me if you want to dm me if you want to if you want to yell at me that's cool too i won't listen you know i've been married you know i've I, it's cool but i you know i'll let you, you if you want to vent why is this happening if, if it's about addiction depression you know i'm not a professional by any means but i unfortunately know a little bit more anecdotally than the than the average joe mm-hmm. so well, i think it's, it's easy i think it's easy for people like us to talk to people about it because we've been willing to be open sure and we know what it's like to kind of be shunned a little bit about wanting to be open because my dad was a lot like that as well okay okay where he was just like you know quit being a puss quit being a bitch right you know quit crying quit acting like that you know and And there that's the there's that line of demarcation where some of that is needed to toughen you up yeah but at the same time if you don't if you're not a complete emotional human being, you're just a fucking dick. Right. You right. Become, yeah, you just become, <laughs> yeah. Right. Hardened in, it's hardened in the wrong way. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you want to, you, I, you get, I get what you're saying. Totally. It's just, it wears on you. You just go, okay. But it's one of those things you, you learn via proxy that you go, okay, that's not how I want to be. You you figure that out after a while. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't. I mean, it's just you just go. Oh, okay. That's not how I want to. You know, that's not how I want to be a, a spouse or a father or a father figure or a mentor. Or, that's not how you mold a young man to be the man that you think they should be that he mm-hmm. wants to be. So there's there's messages in everything, even if it's even if the messenger is not the best. Right. So, do you think that wrestling and the toughness that you had to learn in those hard days where you wanted to quit has helped you in your battle with addiction? Good question. Um, I'm supposed to say yes, no. Um, yeah, I think there's a lot of that. I grew up in, I guess it's a threefold answer I'll give you because both my grandfathers were military men. And I think that that has a direct that has a parallels with the farm farm community of regimented five o'clock means five o'clock, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So there's there's a regiment and a discipline there, and I think that goal coincides with athletics such as you know a combat endeavor like wrestling where it's easy to give up, but then because it, it does you know there's been all times where you go okay I'm done, yeah but anybody can do that. Now, so there's that perseverance, you know. I, I mean, it has to play a part. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here right now. I mean, it's there. There are times, like I said, I had a birthday last month. If you had the who I who uh, the under tickets keep getting torn up. We'll put it that way. I probably would have 15 years ago. I would have had an under ticket of 42. So, <laughs> but <laughs> but it's just one of those things where you just go I'm still here. So you might as well make, you know, you make good of it, if you will. But yeah, absolutely. There's this, I was had an old wrestling coach. He used, used to work, used the term, he was our linebackers coach too. And he used the term muck raking dog. Just that dog that keeps coming after you. Mm-hmm. He's a guy, he might not ever win a match. He, you know, but I'll take the guys, there's a guy that's 20, and know, and he's kind of, you know, he beats everybody and obviously, 
But then there's the guy that he's going against the guy that's 10 and 10 that would just not stop. He goes, be that guy. He goes, be that muckraking dog that just keeps getting. And, you're, and that, that mentality's always kind of been around. Yeah. Like I'm always, you know, just type A, I guess. Just the passivity kills me, which has gotten me into, you know, the trouble that I've, my own personal hell, if you will, too. So, but you win some, you lose some, right? Oh, absolutely. But that's, go, go ahead. ahead. Sorry. No, go. But that, yeah, I think there's, uh, that's one of the things I always remember just, just it's a tenacity you can't you can't have the passivity you can you can but it's a, it's a we we grew up in that sport where that's a penalty right and i think it's a penalty in life too in some regards well why did why did jim get the promotion well because you know because you just kind of coast so yeah i think it's going a, think, back to the sorry i'm not trying to interrupt you i promise but just kind of going back to that thought of I'm still here. Right. You know, like you're going to have to deal with me one more day. Exactly. You know what I mean? I think that's something that has kind of resonated with me my whole life. Like going back to wrestling, like, cause it was so hard for me at the beginning. Cause I was not very athletic. Okay. Not very big, not very strong, you know, but I was just tough. I think that's to, 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 to play off what you just said. I think that's what makes wrestling wonderful is because right. because the kid that isn't very big, the kid that maybe isn't, you know, shoot, <laughs> that that maybe he's not maybe he's not a five star athlete. He can wrestle too and he can succeed, but not everybody can because right. they don't don't give that effort. I think that's what's wonderful about wrestling is and they can succeed in it if they give the effort. The, you know, the requisite effort, if you will, because like you said, you went from where you just described yourself to probably, you know, uh, pretty respectable, more than respectable. I have no doubt. But you, 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 like you said, you started somewhere. Right. I, I remember being, let's see, I want to say I was 135 as a freshman. I laugh at that now. I tell, I tell the guys I work with and the people that I train and kids and because I'm, I don't know, 235 now, you know, jacked and tan. Um, <laughs> but I'm like, no, dude, because they always want to know how big they can get because of football. And I understand that I was that way too. And I'm just like, just slow down. And so then I explain, you know, where I was when I was a 13, 14 year old freshman and they go, Oh, I'm like, yeah, it's a, it's a progression. It's, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's, but it's, I understand that they're 14 or, or what it, it just, Especially now, we're in that microwave. Where, God damn it, I need it now, mm-hmm. now, now, now. And just kind of that's not how it works. So, yeah. I think too going back again to my point of I'm still here. I took that of showing up every day and just putting my nose in there into my own battles. Post wrestling as like almost a defiant act against my own brain you know what i mean like where it was like i do where it's like your it's your brain sitting there telling you hey just do it dude you know all right just do it it's okay right and me showing up the next day in defiance saying no you're not beating me today (laughs) just was so important it, it is in that fight like 
and to me that's that's wrestling one-on-one it is it, it really is i i there's a such a, a parallel there it's you've hit the nail on the head it's it's one of those things if you don't have we all have reasons to get up we all have different reasons to get up you know whether it's a beautiful family whether it's a job whatever the reason is whether it's just to go sit on the fucking couch and watch tv it's still a reason i'm not saying it's a very good one but it's a reason to be alive if you have no other reason to get up in the morning just to get up and be alive to piss the people off that don't want you alive do that do that god damn it right there, absolutely you know i hate to use the cliched haters but there are people that don't that want you to fail and that might be to that degree so wake up and kick fucking ass just to piss them fucking losers off. If no, if nothing else, you've already won. I agree. It's that it's that like you said, it's that muckraking dog. You show up every goddamn day. Still here. Still here. Still here. Still here. Hey, and I'm glad you're here too, buddy. I'm glad you're here. So tell but, me, I, go, go ahead. ahead. No, 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 no. Go finish your thought. Um see that's a good part about concussions. I don't remember what I was gonna say. <laughs> so, <laughs> so obviously you go by this moniker the bulldog are you see i don't like that you're i don't like that you're assuming that's not my real name i mean i know your real name so anyway <laughs> um, hey, God, fucking throw me under the bus okay fine fair enough it, it's fair. going to the grave with me okay so that's <laughs> that's fair where did where where did that nickname come from? That's a good question. I I've asked that, but asked that before. I think it was an old message board name that I just carried with me onto the uh, wonderful and very healthy space called Twitter. Um, I'm trying to re- I'm trying to remember the origin of the name because I do live in a state where the bulldog may be a prominent mascot. We'll use that as if you don't know. So it doesn't really have anything to do with that. Maybe it's just because I'm ugly and have jowls. I don't really know the origin. I don't remember. But I I do remember the origin of how we, how we got the name of the, the TCOB. Because long ago, I, w- I would absolutely go on these biblical rants about shit, as, as is probably very surprising to you in the audience. <laughs> but i would but i would but i would definitely i must come i must have came across as i don't think it was holier than thou art because that's not me maybe it is maybe that's how people perceive me well fuck them anyways but it was it it must have been pastoral in nature because a guy started calling me the pastor mm-hmm. he goes you're the pastor bulldog and so we came up with that moniker the church of bulldog and tax-free you know donations are welcome by the way I'll link the the Venmo. On the bio. <laughs> those, those are all, of course, tax deductible. You can, you know, if you can, if you know how to manipulate the taxes, like a certain um, political person in this country who will remain nameless, you can too. Too can <laughs> to, to tax. I think it's all you. of them. Well, I, yeah, that's a different story, but yeah, it's yeah, it's. <laughs> but yeah, that's how that came about. I do remember that because I would go. I guess I'm pretty to the point on stuff, so they say. But that's I do remember that. It must have been very clergy in nature that that's where that came from. That's always kind of stuck. It's always kind of been the gimmick, too. I like it, though. There's a, You know, it's funny, but it's there's good peeps. 
you know, I think it was, it's one of those things that I think the church of bulldog is, it was a tongue in cheek, kind of a backhanded compliment, but I kind of took it and ran with it. Cause I thought it was funny too, but if you can't, that's what I mean, you have to do with those. Christ, you gotta, you gotta be able to laugh at yourself. So. And Gable blessed to all that join the church. That's right. It's a, like I, like I said the other day is, is, is TCOB a church? Yes. Is it a cult? Also, yes. Also, yes. Also, yes. So, <laughs> this is, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't, I'd have to rack my brain on where the, I think it was just kind of those things you get on a message board long ass time ago and it just kind of sticks as far as the actual name. It doesn't have a, it doesn't have a point of origin that I can recall. I just, I do remember, I do recall that part, how it got to the TCOB though. That's, that was always kind of funny to me. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they were making fun of me and that's okay too. Cause there probably was, they go, what the fuck is this guy? Right. Trust me. You don't want a little, a little running, a little running joke in our, uh, in our group is that every time Hawkeye wrestling club, tweet something we think it's you because you guys have the same exact profile picture well to tell you how with it i am sometimes and i i will go through my own feed because i've had the same i've had the same avatar i'm not saying that that's not me but i'm saying that's not me but yeah hawkeye wrestling club will tweet stuff out and so will dan gable and i'll go tweet i'll go scrolling through my feed and there's been there's been too many times but again, I'm not. Uh, uh, I'm not hesitating to embarrass myself. I'm not. I'm you know, mild retardation. But I'll go. I'll tweet through. I'll be scrolling through, and I'll go. I don't remember tweeting that because it has the. You get used to people by their their by their avatar picture. Right. And I and I go. Oh, that's not me. <laughs> and I've so I've done the same thing where I go. I don't remember right. That's too well written to be me. I remember one time I was just scrolling through and it was like i'll be at this circle k in (laughs) iowa city uh promoting this thing between two and four i'm like what is he doing (laughs) what is he talking about and then i realized it was dan gable (laughs) the gimmick (laughs) boy those people would have been for a fucking surprise wouldn't they who's this shithead (laughs) (laughs) i should you imagine do a little cross promotion uh, you're not Dan Gable. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. <laughs> Prove it. <laughs> uh. Yeah, boy, those, well, those people would have been in for the day of their life turned into, wow, oh, this is terrible. Who's this bum? <laughs> yeah, but that's funny. That yeah. So. Okay, my friend. Do you have anything else for us? Well, we can pontificate on anything you'd like, but I don't have anything offhand. Um, so sure. How about this? So the U S uh, nationals are this weekend, yes. actually today, tomorrow, because this is technically Friday when people are listening to this. Oh, okay. Do you have anybody that you are wanting to kind of see compete or anybody you have your eyes on? Of course. I always have my, um, I always have my good friend at 125. He's, we call our my little nick our little nickname for him. He's a, one of the best dudes you'll ever 
have the pleasure of knowing. I was called Don Bradley. We have a, we've got a trade or quote unquote trademark for him. It's twist cone power because he has you know he's white and black. So we call it, <laughs> so we call it twist cone power. So I I always want to see Dom do exceptionally well because not only is he a very very high level wrestler, he's a very very good friend and he's an even better man. So if anybody beats him, I hope they get an incurable disease. I think he's my pick at 125 this weekend. I don't know what the field is. Uh, do you? I haven't. I think the second best guy is Mason Paris, heavyweight. I think. I think. I think Mason's a good wrestler. I think he's a very good wrestler. I think he's right there. I, I, I think we're talking about a Shelby Cobra versus maybe a six cylinder right now. Maybe in a couple yeah. years. That's a yeah. lot. Of, that's a lot of horsepower you're talking about with Mister Bradley. That's a. That's not street legal. Again, I think I think Paris is an exceptional wrestler, but I think I think he's just a he's just not quite there, and that's okay because he's not because he's just below a guy like Dom, who is a he's a junior world champ. You know, he's Dom's right on that Olympic level, and I think he's mm-hmm. just right below Stevenson, who I think as much as I like Dom, I love Dom. I think Gable Stevenson is your guy, maybe to win in Tokyo, not just. Not just be the representative. I don't think that's outlandish to say. I think that kid's no, absolutely not. I think that kid's phenomenal. It just, I think once his focus is where it needs to be, and I think it's getting there. I don't know that for sure, but all I can do is go by what I see on the mat. I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't, you know, unless there's some lab creation somewhere in, you know, Kurdistan or somewhere. I, you know, I think he's your guy. I don't think he's just a representative. I think he's the guy. I think so too. So I mean, I think I might have said that a couple, couple episodes ago, where we might be talking about Gable being the man and winning in Tokyo. I, I know that yeah. there are good guys out there, um, sure, Abul and um, yep, and uh, you know Petrushvili, um, but um, you know, I, Gable's a different animal. I don't and, think I think he's a better athlete than all those guys, for sure. I think he does for stuff sure. that. I think he can – I think maybe maybe he's, I don't know, 8 or 9 out of 10 on the strength compared to those guys who might be 10. But I think his athleticism outweighs that. He does stuff – he does stuff that the big guys just don't do. That, and it's not that mm-hmm. they don't do it. More importantly, I don't think they can defend it. So, oh, absolutely. And I think, you know, just – he's only getting better. So mm-hmm. I, I think and he was right there with Liz last year. Oh yeah, wasn't it? Didn't didn't, and... didn't it go to Criteria? Uh, if not Criteria, it was only like one, one point, yeah, one or two. Well, and, uh, he's progressed since then. But like, but like we're talking sure. about, we're talking about where Paris is on the levels. So you're the next level down from a guy who's probably going to be an Olympic medalist. That's not a bad fucking step down. No, I mean that's that's no, not. that's not exactly you know uh, sixth place at regionals, you know, and, and name your state here. That's that's pretty no. goddamn good, you know. And and Mason himself was a junior champ. He was a junior he world champ, right? Yeah, that's what I thought. He pinned Zaire from Iran. That's right. Who that's is right. like the third or fourth best guy in the world right now? So, and you're just like, how deep are we right now, at heavyweight? You know, when you have. 
when arguably Mason was like the third best guy for free because you know, Gable didn't show up to trials right. and neither did Cassiope. Right. And Cass is a good, you know, obviously I'm very biased because I love Mr. The big Italian from Chicago. Um, mm-hmm. He's a very good freestyle. And I think he's just, he's a hair, he's a hair behind probably Gwiz, probably Bradley, probably Stevenson. I think, I don't know if him and Paris would be a good freestyle. I don't know. I know that, I know they both have exceptional freestyle backgrounds. And Greco, too, for Mr. Cass. So, mm-hmm. well, Paris, what's funny about him, you know, he's an Indiana guy. Right. I did, I didn't know that. Yeah. He, he was a three-time state champ. He never wrestled freestyle until he was a senior. Isn't that amazing? He went to Fargo, lost to Cassiopeia in the semis. Okay. And got third. Okay. Which, and is, then, which is not bad for your first rodeo. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> and people were like, okay, that's kind of where he has to be. Right. You know? And then two years later, he's pinning Cassiopeia. Yeah. He, and you're like... He impressed me. Yikes. You know, like, this dude is going to keep getting better. And, but you're... And for context, you're talking about you're talking about pinning the what number three ranked NCAA heavyweight. Yeah. And so it's not like I think, and I think there's some levels there again. That, and the scary part is, is again, he he put a hurting on Cass as much as it pains me to admit that out loud. Um, the kid's good. The kid's a tank. He looks like a comic book character. I love it. He really does. <laughs> I, I mean, I I absolutely love it. The, the, to circle back, the thing is, is he's still – I mean, Stevenson put it on him. Yeah, he did. So I just – There are levels to this thing. It's like an onion, baby. <laughs> yeah. It's, That's right. But it's it's good. We're going to get some stuff going. So, you know, I don't – what is the official title for it? It's Senior Nationals Part 2? Well – I think it's just senior nationals because okay. technically the last senior national tournament was in December. So that was for 2019. Okay. That whole fancy calendar thing. Yeah. And then, uh, so this is the 2020, there's some speculation that there's going to be a world championships. I had, yeah. Um, they, even, and they came out with a location so, too, didn't they? Um, I'm pretty sure I saw um, some. I don't know. I've, I've kind of been out of the loop the last couple of days. It's, it's one of those things that you just, yeah, it's, I, I was almost sure that they had a location for later in the year, but maybe that was something. Maybe I'm complaining information. That's possible. And then when you you have guys like Kyle Snyder and Adeline Gray sign up, you almost wonder if they know something we don't know. Well. Because it, my thought process, talking with Jack Hurley and some of the other guys, okay. was that, you know, if there is a world championships, are they going to take the winners from senior nationals and put them on the world team? That'll be the qualifier. And that now you might have some guys that were on world teams last year that don't wrestle. Right. They're gonna that might have some say in that. Right. You have a special wrestle off for them. And I think you would, obviously. But well you know. I think it okay, let's let's go ahead and move forward with the conversation to say these senior nationals are gonna be representatives. Then it's the onus is on USA Wrestling to say, hey, this is for a spot. I mean, don't. Not, that's the thing, though. Do they? I'm not sure they know. Well, well, that doesn't surprise me. They're as much as much as I love this the wrestling USA wrestling. There's some things you just go, "What's going on here, guys?" Let's. But I I, I, under, I understand 
with everything going on and it's a little it, it's it's a pig pen if you will it's a little bit of a mess i get that too but yeah what uh yep. what about a guy like a guy like david taylor's probably not wrestling this weekend is he no he's your is he not your 86 kilogram representative well technically mr pd3 was last year well that's anyways he is currently suspended by USAW, like I talked about on last week's show. Right, but he. Uh, but it's not his fault, though. You no, know, no, it's not. Never, never his fault, dude. The guy's got to. That's that's what you know. I don't. I don't pretend to know the guy outside of social media, and he may be a great guy. He may be a piece of shit. I'm open to both. I'm leaning one way. Again, I like to talk to a man before I crucify him. But when when you when you give when you give you enough logs to throw in the fire and you don't need to. But it, it, the guy's it's not like he's a sixteen year old kid, right? You know that, that's. But it, the problem is this shit. The same the same nefarious bullshit's been going on since he's at least that age. He's got to be yeah. damn near thirty. Yeah. So. Absolutely, you know, and when you're. Posting pictures of you taking dumps or videos of you taking dumps right. and your girl blowing you. That's, I think it's kind of hard to. It's kind of hard to give a guy the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't need to speak to a man, look him in the eye, to go. Okay, that's not. That's you know. That's not. <laughs> <laughs> it just. I don't know. I'm not. <laughs> I just you just go. What the fuck? You know. There's just not a. The frontal lobe's messed up in that young man. <laughs> Again, I don't. I don't wish anybody bad. I, I want to see. I want to see him get his life together because I think he's a talented individual. But at some point, you just go, okay, time to, you know, be a productive. I always call it PMOS, as a productive member of society. And if if you feel that that he has been a productive member of society. Then that's where we'll have to, you know, that's where we'll have to step apart and strongly disagree with each other. Because I don't think, you know, but there are people that think, oh, yeah, man, that's great. No, man, that's not great. That's not who you want to fucking be. Right. That's not. I'm not saying you have to be. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying you have to be a Bible thumper and in at 830 every night and do that. You know, you can have fun. Hey, trust me. <laughs> trust me. <laughs> I'm, I'm all about having fun. Again, it's there's a time and a place for everything. Maybe Instagram story isn't that place. Maybe recording, you know. Again, I'm not. I'm pretty. Have a good time, but again, there's a time and a place for everything. I think that Pat Pat thinks that every time and every place is that place is that thing though is the problem. So there's it's the haters keeping him down. Yes, it's it is the haters. It's cancel culture. And the haters. <laughs> I think that cancel culture is a little silly, but when you do it to yourself, like some of that stuff, I think the good part about this this country and this constitution is I can say stupid shit all day for the most part. Yeah. And I don't think you should be necessarily deplatformed or because no, I like to hear what he has to say because then I know I don't have to listen to him anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, that person's this, this person's A, B, or C. They're irredeemable, you know, there's no redeemable qualities. Don't, just don't, if you don't like McDonald's, don't go to fucking McDonald's. Don't turn on their fucking show. Don't listen to their podcast. 
you know, I, I know maybe it's not that simple, but it is to me. If I don't, if I don't like, I don't know, Chick-fil-A or whatever, you know what I don't do? I don't give them my money. I don't give them my time. I don't give them my money. But there's this, there's this weird where we're, we're outward instead of making ourselves better. That's all I can do mm-hmm. is not go there. But I like, I like that they have their opinions. That's a great part about this country. Is I can say I can say I can say fucking anything. I can get up on my roof and say that the president's this and that of any president in my lifetime, not just the current one. I can say anything I want, damn near anything. And guess what? There's not a goddamn thing they can do. They can't do that in a lot of countries. No, you're right. But I have the right to be wrong, so I don't mind that stuff because then you go, oh, well, I don't need to pay. You know, I don't need to give them any of my monetary goods my time my emotions my effort mm-hmm. so that they're helping me do that that's the way i look at it. i understand not, clearly not everybody looks at that that way but but no the, the haters aren't keeping pat down this the criminal justice system's keeping that dipshit down yeah. <laughs> and there's just <laughs> i hear you <laughs> so, so i again Again, I don't pretend to know the guy. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't hate. Some, I know. I don't. I hate some of the things. That, I think he could make some better decisions with his life. Obviously, I think. Yeah. I think if he sat down in a moment of truth and honesty, he'd probably, he'd probably look you in the eye and tell you the same thing. Maybe he's not to that point in a maturation level, but he someday, hopefully, he will be. But I don't think that's who you want to represent your country on a national, on a world level. You're right. And, you know, I even said it last week. I hope that he can find success in whatever that he chooses, whether that's pornography or <laughs> MMA or whatever, man. Like, good luck. No, I agree. But I don't think you should wrestle for the United States of America anymore. No, I think that because I, you're kind of a creep. I think and, I think that represents more than just more than just wrestling, more than just swimming, more than just track and field. I think you're <laughs> I think you're I think you're representing you're representing your country when you do that in a. And, you know, I'm not again. I'm not saying you have to be this this Puritan, but uh, maybe let's maybe let's delve a little off the downy track. I agree. It's just he's done some things that are not defensible. But hey, I get I get it. A couple times, you know, you're gonna fuck up. You you're 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 full yeah. of testosterone. You're you're maybe you have a 75 IQ like Pat, and you're. <laughs> You're a good athlete, and you do some stuff that okay, maybe that was. But when you do them daily and weekly for a decade and a half, but it's not your fault. That's you know you don't want that person wearing the red, white, and blue. Just me, but I agree. Yeah. I, I he well, and we don't we we'll get we don't need to get into tales behind the scenes, but he should have never wrestled at the, at the worlds. Yeah, I know that, <laughs> you're you're well aware of that. Yeah, so I know, it, but 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 like they say, what, what? That's why they don't pay us the big bucks, my friend. That, that's that's the, tr- that's the <laughs> truth. But there's that old saying: "What's done in the dark will always come to the light." And it just maybe came a little too late. But yeah, I don't know. And that's okay. But but like you said, you mentioned some great people. There are there are so many good representatives of this country that do wrestle. Is I think Kyle Snyder is one of those people. Uh, yeah, I mean he's 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 somebody 
he's somebody that I would send my fake the son that I don't have to go, you know, go talk to. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's he's that type of person. Um, I think we have several. We're very lucky in this sport. I think, I think, okay. I think our women's team has wonderful, classy, excellent representatives. I don't think you've ever heard. It's it's always our dudes. Like it's our dumb fucking dudes. It's just dudes being dudes, and unfortunately, that's doing dumb. Mm-hmm. And I'm not I'm not saying that that's pat downy stuff because that's not dudes being dudes. That's fucking felon no, felon. That's not. felons being felonious. So, but I will say, you know, we have super high level on the, the WFS, and you don't hear you don't hear a peep. You don't hear that bullshit like that right there. You really don't hear it on the Greco side. Either. No, that's you know, most of those true. dudes are military dudes that right. that are there trying to, you know, hey, trying represent their country. Trying, you trying know? To, yeah, trying to trying to create history. I guess would be the best way to put it. You know, mm-hmm. leave their leave their mark and not leave it in the county fucking jail. Right, that's a, that's a good way to go about it. But what do I know? So. You're right, my friend. All right, my friend. I think that's all the time I have today. Okay. Well, I, appreciate, um, I appreciate you having me on. I appreciate you coming on. You know, I love you dearly. You're one of my best friends in the world. And, my man. And, uh, you know, I, uh, you're going to be back on the show. I want, for sure. I want to say I appreciate you as a, as, a, as a person, as a mentor in the wrestling community, as a man, as a friend, as a brother, because I know you're one of the people you're, again, you're right. It's like a three card gin rummy. You're you're one of the people, one of the very very few people that knew my tale. That I it's not something you lead with, you know, Kroger. Oh, by the way, I tried to kill myself one day. Did you know that? Cool. You know, right. it's not a. Yeah, it's not a, absolutely. It's not. It's not. Not exactly. How's the weather? Uh, uh, small talk. So, uh, I want to say I appreciate you creating um, hospitable format. Just not even not even this right here. But prior, you know, as our relationships developed, as the mutual admiration society, if you will, uh, to where you created a comfortable enough environment that I could, that I felt like I could tell you that. And uh, that's something, that's something that while I can tell you, I appreciate that it doesn't do it. It's it's not articulate. It doesn't articulate the exact way I feel about it. Well, I I think I understand where you're coming from because, you know, I've had people do that for me and that's why I felt comfortable. Pass it along, right? Um, so, and then that's the thing is, is that's how we get through these things and how we um, develop as human beings as we, as we're there for each other and we care for one another and we, and we listen and, and uh, you know, I think that's really what we need right now. It's, and, it's, and if I can help you or anyone else, I'm going to do I feel it this. 100% of the time. I, I, I honestly feel the same way. Cause it is, I've, I, you know, I've, I don't want to say counsel, maybe is the wrong word, but I've helped people deal with some feelings as far as, especially in the addiction side where, and they, you know, they've come back to me and this is almost totally anonymous and that's fine too. I don't, I don't need to know your name to help you. I don't need to know that you're Bill Smith or, you know, whatever. I don't just you, just you as a human being saying, Hey, I, I got some problems with this and that, you know? And I feel mm-hmm. that I feel that me being open on on a forum such as social media, and being honest to the point of 
I won't say negative, but honestly, the point where people go, oh, well, he's what does he know? He's a drug addict. Well, that's fine. That's okay, too. But but those people don't ever say nothing. And that's cool, too. That doesn't – I understand. I've given, I've given them the ability to think that. That's on me. And that's okay. But I also receive messages after, help, after trying to you know, sit with people and talk with people. And they go, man, you really helped me out. I mean, that stuff brings you to tears because I know how hard that shit is. It's, it's that monkey on your back. It's, I mean, there are days, there will be weeks and weeks and weeks and months where you don't ever think about drugs. And then there's that one afternoon where you go, man, some, some shit would be really good right now. Yeah. And you keep telling, you tell yourself enough and you, next thing you know, you're in a damn car if you don't watch it. Mm-hmm. You're getting cash you, and you're, you're starting back, you know, so that, and that voice talks really loud. So I think that's why it's always been important to me to be forthcoming about that. Cause that's happened more than, you know, more than numerous times where people have come back and said, Hey man, I really appreciate, you know, like I said, it just, it's one of those things that you can almost, it's all you can do not to break down and cry. Cause you know, that makes you, you're like, okay, I help somebody. Yeah. So, Cause I agree. Well, that shit just leads to bad, you know. There's no, there's no good end to that stuff. No. So, so if people want to reach out to you and talk to you, how how can they find you? I don't know. What is my at? <laughs> um, um, is it the Bulldog TCOB? I believe that's yep. correct. Um, if if you liked what you heard today. Send me a message. Send me a DM. I try to re- I try to respond to everybody. I figure I try to do my best. If if somebody takes the time out of their day to say something to me, I try to I try mm-hmm. to be. A, I try. I work on being a good human being. I have my moments. But if if you like what Austin and I talked about, send us a message. Send me a message. If you have if you want to talk about anything from addiction to working out to I don't, you know, uh, anything to the to the Tampa two zone defense. Send me a message, or if you if you yeah. if you thought I was a, a shit bag, send me a message too. That doesn't bother me. Yes, my DMs are open to all lovers and haters alike. I, it's a, I, <laughs> I, I got I got something for all of them. But Same. but yeah, it's it's even if it's. I don't again. I don't need to know your name. I'm I'm not a professional counselor, but I can I can absolutely listen to what you have to say. Um, I can steer you in the right direction. I can you know. Again, it could be it yeah. could be something you might think it's something simple. Or it might be something serious. It just or just somebody to vent to. Say hey, you know, I have these thoughts, you know, and I'm, I'll. There's a good chance I've been there. Unfortunately, I did. You know. I guess I had the mm-hmm. perspective of living that life, but God damn it. I've made it. Like you said, like we talked about earlier, it's still here. Still here. here. So no more here, brother. Still here. You know? yep. so. so I, like you said, I, that brings me great. I get great satisfaction out of, because like you said, you had to open up somebody. I opened up somebody, pass it forward. Let somebody else, mm-hmm. you know, let, let others know, Hey, this, you know, well, while you while you think it's you get in this myopic zone of oh man you're not it's hey it's okay people there are people there that will listen so but awesome I appreciate you I appreciate you 
and you will be on again, even if it's just talking wrestling strictly. We, whatever we want, to talk we can about, uh, we so. can talk about how the Hawks were gonna have uh, ten champs and ten All Americans at the NCAA's. I would love nothing more. Well, I just I can think of a couple of people to be so pissed off. God, I'd, I'd just be dancing around naked. I I can think so. <laughs> you you know, if if I didn't know any better, I think we're probably talking about some of the same people. But anyways, I would I would I would think that's so. just speculative. Okay, well I appreciate you having me on. Hey, no problem, brother. All right. We will talk to you later. Um, well, everybody, that's kind of it for uh, this week. Man, what a great interview um, with the Bulldog. He is such a good dude, a very smart guy. Um, I love him to death. He's, like I said, one of my great friends. Um, You know, reach out to him, reach out to me, like we said. Um, And I hope I can keep bringing stories like this. Um, And, uh, you know, these things are so important to me. Um, So if you or anyone else you know are struggling with um, mental health issues, addiction issues, or anything that you feel like that you can lend a listening ear or a helping hand, do that for them. Okay, be there for your friends. Love and take care of one another. Guys, it's been wonderful. And until next Friday, much love. Bye.